0: insightoasis.com for astrology you can also find both of us at activespirituality.life and we look forward to your joining us every week please share with your friends here we go
1: welcome everybody this is believe it or not week 38 of this year i don't know about you guys but this last week literally went by in a millisecond um Time is speeding up always. Uh, Pam's going to let us know all about this next week, which I hope might be a little bit slower. Um, it is the week starting the 18th. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, starting the week of 18 of September 2023, I will be back after seven days of accurate and very helpful forecast from Pam with our meditation what's in store
0: okay well as Susie mentioned it it was quite a week last week and um, one of the things to keep in mind is that Mercury had been retrograde it went direct on Friday and the retrograde had been in the sign of Virgo which is one of the signs linked to Mercury so that's that's always a bit more of a, a kick, if you will, because it, we really have to do the deeper digging of what Mercury's asking us to do. Mercury being the planet that's about communication, research, electronics. Uh, I know for me, it was a lot about different things that had to do with internet and passing on... Uh, directory cataloging things like that, and so yes, it can be very intense. But what is lovely about that is it—it it feels to me like it was this whole setup that led us into what's going on as we go into uh, through autumn and into winter of the end of the year, because we really are in this kind of building blocks activity of taking responsibility taking really assessing looking at things more clearly and a lot of the subterfuge and um, cloudiness or uh, i mean neptune is still in pisces so that's still going on (laughs) but there's we're in that those end stages of pluto really about to leave capricorn and it will be Uh, overlapping on and off for the next year or so. But there is really a sense of we have to get our communications more in order. Yes, there's more information than there's ever been before. I mean, our access to reams of stuff is almost endless. But the ability to edit, winnow down, focus, Aim with purpose, that's what we have to move through, get much, much tighter, clearer about. And this Mercury retrograde was a lot of bringing that home to many people, especially Geminis, Virgos, people where Mercury is strong in their chart, people who work in technology, electronics. Again, these people probably have very strong Mercury uh, in their horoscope. So where are we on Monday, the 18th? Well, the moon is in the sign of Scorpio. And over the next couple of days, it's a real deep diving in on the research, the focus, the analysis that may have come up for us over this Mercury retrograde period. Also, the other thing to keep in mind with mercury in the sign of virgo is one of the things that comes up is how is your internal communication like your body because virgo is linked to among other things our daily routines our daily maintenance the, the circulatory system of our body, the, the elimination system, how it all works, how that beautiful machine of the body connects to one another. It's not, I, I mean, it's not, oh, I have a hand. It's I have a hand that's connected to a wrist, to an arm, to my chest, to my heart, to my brain the, the whole system and how it works. And so we can't just isolate little pieces. And over the next couple of days, these are really good days to check in. How is your routine working? Your, your daily routine, your body functioning? Is it, are you in harmony with how that all works? Because Scorpio, Moon, and Scorpio does remind us of mortality. It may come up in messages in the news with something you're working with with yourself or with people in your life. But this there can be a lot of rich information that comes through over the next few days. these these connections, these revelations, the unearthing, The gemstones, Pluto, god of the underworld, Scorpio, planet, I mean, Scorpio sign connected to the planets, uh, Pluto. And the way the moon is traveling, it makes a harmonious aspect with Pluto as it travels through the sign. And Scorpio is also connected to Mars. So we roll up our sleeves. It's like, what is it we are aiming for? Where is our drive? Where is our passion? This all can get very accelerated when the moon is in the sign of Scorpio, especially for people who have... Scorpio, Mars or Pluto strong in their horoscope because we we get that we're in the zone of that energy when this is going on. So water signs, earth signs may feel particularly connected at this point in time with this and it is a wonderful period to unearth the jewels. Monday, Tuesday, pay attention to what may be revealed or may be offered to you because you don't want to be cavalier with something that's presented, suggested, comes into your vision or concept, whether it's a symbol, an advertisement, a message, something that you respond to. The moon when it travels in a water sign is very... Responsive in a sensitivity way, it's it it, it gets it, it resonates with sounds, with symbols, with pictures, and that amps up for those of us who have a lot of water in our horoscope, and wherever wherever Scorpio falls in your personal horoscope is the area of life that's particularly heightened over these couple of days. Deep, deep work. So I see Monday the 18th as being overall a good day, especially if we paid attention, did our work, our homework, came to realizations during that retrograde period. And also remember, Mercury is is going back over what it had retrograded through, so it can be over the next week or so, couple of weeks. You you get that sense of oh, this has come back. He's now called. He's now available. She's uh, she's responded to the message. I now have an appointment, an opening, and that that really starts to open up. Tuesday the 19th, a little more um, bumpy, and especially for people who were born with a hard aspect between Moon and Venus, and that would feel especially acute perhaps the evening of Monday and uh, early Tuesday morning. And what that means is it's a sense of um, I can't reconcile my needs and wants. I'm not getting... The whole enchilada, and what's important is to recognize this, see it, note it, and not get stuck there. I mean, people again born with these aspects; it's it's a lifelong journey for them. Oh, I don't have the money to do this, or um, there's not um, the receptivity of people around me to give me or acknowledge what I want or need. It, it's it's just a very quick moving transit, but for those of us who feel this acutely, it can be a little bit of a raw moment, morning. So if you're sensitive to that, baby yourself, be aware of it, and remind yourself it's a transit, it's giving you information, and it doesn't last. The other thing that's going on is there's a picture in the sky between sun and Neptune, so that can mean that Uh, There can be kind of confused messages. It can also be fabulous for early morning meditation or uh, checking in with yourself, creative um, exploration. Not so great with, oh, I've got to run out and do this, 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 this. Uh, It eases up as we get more later in the morning. And the important thing is to keep in mind, uh, as I said earlier, Anything that feels a little raw, feels like a wound, a a trigger, uh, make note of it, but don't get stuck in it. The other thing about this day that's important to uh, recognize is as we get into late afternoon, evening, there can be fast movements or sudden switches. And when this comes up, it can be a very inspired time. It can also be a time that trips us up. It's important to pay attention to where you are in space. It can um, can bring in inspiration. It can bring in new ideas. It can also bring up disruptions. Uh, Why did you say that? I thought you were going to do this. Where did this come from? Surprises how caught up in that we get is totally within our individual control. So, it's a matter of realizing if you're if you're caught by surprise and then instead of the immediate reaction, think about how you're going to respond. And this can be when we really work at this, when we work at our responses versus our reactions, we can get very, very good at moving quickly through things that perhaps historically triggered us or put us in the wrong direction. It's not dissimilar to uh, ER people (laughs) or or people who learn about triage or in, in medical situations. How do you How do you respond in ways that are most effective as opposed to reacting to, oh, my God, that person's arm is severed. Okay, but how do you respond? What's the correct response? And so in a much milder way, how do we respond when we have an emotional upset or uh, something we had planned isn't going the way we had intended? our response is critical because it is taking a creative interpretation to what was triggered by our reaction. And when the moon is in Scorpio, we can absolutely transform old patterns. So this can be a very educational evening. Uh, Wednesday, the 20th moon, still in the sign of Scorpio until it it changes sign at 10.06 a.m. when it enters Sagittarius. It goes void, of course, at 6.21 a.m. So what that means is if you've got any important emails, texts, things you have to notify or get off your desk, do that before the 6.21 a.m. time, times they give her Eastern time, please adjust depending on where you live or are. And when then when the moon is void for um, three and a half hours or whatever until it goes into Sag at 10.06 a.m., that's when we finish things up, work on things already in motion, clean our desk, uh, do not start anything new if possible, during a void period, because there is not the emotional glue to follow through and uh, bring the thing to launch, make it actually happen. Once the moon has entered Sag, This is fire energy. It's mutable, very different than Scorpio energy. It wants to move quickly. It doesn't necessarily spend a lot of time digging around. It just like move, move, move. Um, One thing to note is early afternoon, what's especially important is that we take responsibility for our actions. If we're doing something, we don't want to shortchange it. If we're, you know, if we're trying to pack too many things into a day, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Something may fall off the radar or not happen in as timely a matter. It's really important to prioritize. Do the things that are most important first. Uh, Make sure you're working with partners who show up, deliver. And if something doesn't happen or fall short, take notice to why that occurred and then work on addressing it to make sure it doesn't happen going forward. So it can be a very lesson learning time. The evening is there's a sun Pluto picture in the sky, even though the sun, of course, is below the horizon depending where you live. Uh, When we get into late evening, uh, early next day, but this is profound transformation energy. And I truly see as the moon travels through Sag uh, over the course of the next day or so, that this is a period when we can gain a lot of knowledge on how to to address certain things a little differently than we had before. I mean, think about the the basic adage in um, in well self knowledge wisdom um, is what craziness is uh, expecting something to change when you keep doing something the same way. I don't I don't know the exact quote is different depending on who's saying it, but it's we have to adapt differently. And so over the next couple of days, we can be presented with situations, opportunities, calls to action that are really asking us to do it differently than we have before. How do you change a frame? And uh, you know, this happens all the time with uh, close relationships with people. Um, the husband says, blah, blah, blah. The wife says, blah, blah, blah. The husband says, blah, blah, blah. The wife says, and, and they just repeat the same dialogue they have for 20 years. Well, when one of the partners responds in a different way than they have historically, it creates change because you can't just volley the ball back in the old way, if somebody's thrown it in a new direction. And that's what these days are asking us about. Deep changes that actually, if we reflect on, we have called up. Oftentimes, what happens when we're presented with these kind of periods in our lives is we think, oh, my gosh, you know, this is happening to me. Well, um, okay, the outside situation is presenting you with something that makes you take action in certain ways that are not comfortable or you haven't done before. But the transits or the movement of the planets or whatever are indicating that you're you're a microcosm in this change. You're part of the plan. And you may think it's happening to you, but your response and the way you deal with it is all part of what unfolds. And when we realize that, it is life-changing because it moves us from the sense of being victimized to being part of how it all transpires. No matter how powerless an individual may feel, we are still part of the whole. And so this can be, uh, I mean, this can be a wonderful day, especially as you go to sleep and recharge and think about the day before you on Thursday, the 21st, which is the International Day of Peace. And very wonderful, like click, click, click day, a lot of fire, a lot of activity, a lot of hope, a lot of... um, Wide horizons, looking in places we haven't looked before. September 22nd is the fall equinox, autumn equinox. Actually, in Eastern time, it happens the 23rd, exactly at 2.50 a.m. So those, those windows of the 22nd, 23rd, depending on what time zone you're in, that's, that's the autumn equinox. But the energy of the morning, early part of the day, Eastern time, is a bit confrontive with all those high hopes or expectations that may have been felt the day before. Um, It's how do we make it happen? It seems almost impossible. How can this come to pass? And what's really important is to fully integrate, like pull in all the hope, expectation, orientation for future for purpose and just allow the cellular change to happen human beings get tripped all up all the time because we think we have to logically figure out map it come up with the you know ABCD how it all works and transpires which means we are totally negating other things that can come into play and activate places we hadn't even dreamt about. And so we need to just put the concept, the idea, the vision, into our awareness and then let it unfold, whether this is a personal project or you know a whole world design you have in mind. It's how how will it map out believe it will. Moon goes void, of course, 3.32 p.m. It enters Capricorn 4.20 p.m. And this weekend, this is the weekend that's all about sitting down and starting the building blocks. However rudimentary, however quiet, whether it's a vision board, whether it's jotting down notes, harvesting, jamming, um, raspberries. These are all metaphors. But whatever you do over the weekend, have it be this sense of I am building towards. And even if you don't know how to begin, do things that allow you that sort of practical application of moving forward whatever takes care of your body, whatever takes care of your home, whatever takes care of the work that you have at hand, that sense that you are incrementally building. And the momentum picks up as we look towards evening, late evening on the 23rd, the sleep, dreamscape, receding, and when uh, those who wake up on the 24th Eastern time, very strong day for getting things in place and in action, especially before 4.05 p.m. And for those who practice Yom Kippur, blessings to you because my calendar indicates that begins at sundown. The moon enters Aquarius 7.29 p.m. and that can be a very buzzy evening with a lot of ideas and thoughts but um, the most important thing and I'll talk more about this next week is that we capture the ideas and don't act too quickly because again we're in the period where we are seeding information for what will become and now i turn it over to susie
1: woof what a big week i have taken so many notes
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow it's like wow what a this is not a week to be asleep for sure no yeah well equinox always indicates we're getting into a long view of looking ahead and you know the un day of peace that's a big deal too being
1: prepared for change Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yes creating change letting change come from within and i am already seeing the trees changing in my part of the world so it's here okay let's go to my meditation thank you so much pam for that Okay, everyone, let's just settle into the quiet space and actually maybe let's really look at um, at this analogy of the tree, well, especially for us here in the Northern Hemisphere where our trees are just beginning to show the signs of change. So let's visualise ourselves. Let's see ourselves as a beautiful tree. Pick your favourite tree, whichever one you like, but preferably the ones that actually where the leaves turn brown and fall to the ground, not the evergreens. And just allow yourself for a few moments to step into the plant kingdom, and visualize your roots reaching deep into the ground, reaching out and deep, nice and solid, nice and grounded. And in the ground, there's the mycelium network, the fungi networks, all of the minerals, the water, the rocks, crystals, all of the microbes that bring life to us and to our planet, all of the small little insects and worms and bugs, Also, maybe some small animals as well living under the ground. And feel yourself as a part of this intricate web of life underneath the ground, just with the root network. That you are a part of all that is, that you are a part of Mother Network, Mother Earth Network. And although you might feel individually that this is your root, that this is one particular tree root going off in this one direction, you are in fact interconnected with all that is, And you know that through this root system, you can receive information about all the other trees around you, about everything that's going on around you through that earth, through this amazing biological web of life. And then as we begin to become aware of ourselves coming up and out of the ground, beautiful, tall, strong trunk through many, many years has become strong and powerful and able to move around gently with the high winds, adapting and changing with the world around it. And then you can feel yourself here, a part of the above-ground world, with the birds and the insects, the animals, the people, the air, all of the gases in our air, all of the other animals, all of the other plants, all of the other trees, all connected, all one. And then as we go higher, reaching up into the branches to the leaves, feel yourself spreading out at the crown of the tree. With all of your beautiful branches reaching out around you, in front, to the sides, behind you. And feel that gentle movement of the breeze as every one of your hundreds and thousands of leaves. Each leaf, just feel each leaf as it gently moves in the wind. Your leaves which are absorbing the sunlight absorbing the moisture of the air, of the rain. And here at the crown, as you look up towards the sky above you, to the heavens, to the day with the sunlight, and to the night with the moonlight and the stars and the planets, that you are a part of all of this, and you see it every day, you feel it every day, you are a part of this all of the time. And you have the awareness of the cycles of time, the cycles of Mother Earth, the cycles of the planets, the cycles of the moon and the sun, the cycle of our own planet, there is awareness of movement and change, of movement and change. And as we enter into this equinox now, And we begin to allow these leaves to drop back to Mother Earth. These leaves that have lived bright and green and beautiful for the whole season are now ready to be dropped and go back into Mother Earth to change their form, to change their ideas to change where they have been and what they have done. And let us use this now as a symbol in our meditation to recognize and accept the change, the changes within ourselves, not necessarily the outside world, but within ourselves. What are we ready now to Allow to change completely, completely changing the form, the language, the perspective, allowing it to go back to source, to perhaps even sit there for a while, gently on the bed of Mother Earth and allow ideas and processes to happen invisibly without too much thought. Allowing ourselves now to just be in that space And as we finish our meditation, let's send out a prayer, gratitude and thanks to all of the magnificent plants on our planet that keep us alive, that feed us and make oxygen for us, to the wonderful plant kingdom without which we would not be alive to the exquisite trees, we thank you for your presence, for caring for us. And gently we resume awareness of our human body. We say thank you. Thank you, everybody, and have a wonderful week. Thank you so much, Pam, and love now.
0: You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.